make sure you speak in time. Are we rolling? We are rolling. Hello and welcome to the Two Can Echo podcast. I'm Harry. I'm James. How's everyone doing? Good to hear, good to hear. <laughs> so, 2021, we're back on the podcast. It's been a while. I mean, it's been a while since we've both been on the podcast. I know that James, you've done some. Yeah, I've done a couple of uh, off-the-cuff rant ones, um, which I've said really helped me sort out my thinking. So, I just <laughs> want to say thank you to the audience of the podcast <laughs> for um, the free therapy that you've been providing me, letting me talk to myself. Yeah, so... Um, some people even listen to it, you know? Really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> There are some nice. listeners, not many. <laughs> Oh, that's good. But there's more than just me. Oh, I'm actually quite um, surprised by that. <laughs> but that's that's fantastic. No, just because you don't listen to the podcasts. As I said, there's a few listens on old James's journey of tone. I don't know if anyone's <laughs> listened all the way through. <laughs> yeah, that's the like hour and forty minutes of me talking about my journey through guitar tone, episode something. <laughs> don't know what number episode it is. That's just scroll down. <laughs> That's now a legendary episode of the Two Connected Podcast. We'll lose everyone from this episode now, because they'll all have gone to listen to that episode. No, stay. I mean, they're already gone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for staying on the Two Connected <laughs> Podcast, um, the first joint podcast of 2021. And um, in our brief chat before we started the episode, we decided that we were going to talk about Two Connected plans for 2021, including our new album, potentially, is that what we're making? <laughs> Well, I'm making a collection of songs. They might end up in an album. Mm. But we, we decided, well, you know, we're in lockdown three here in, in the UK. Mm. Um, and we don't really have much to do. We can't go to our rehearsal space. Um, so we're just stuck in a flat with electric drums and electric guitars and... Everything electric. If we have yeah. a power cut, we're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I hadn't thought about that. I mean, we'd be screwed if we had a power cut. Pretty much in any scenario, mm. but you know, when I was um, back at my parents' house over Christmas, we had a we had a power cut. That was um, how, did you, how did you survive? Well, it was a weird one because I didn't realise that you don't often get power cuts in London, mm. but at my parents' house, I distinctly remember a lot of power cuts. And, mm. and for those who don't know, I mean, barely anyone will know. They live in a village, <laughs> <laughs> um, so far detached from any sort of city. But power cuts are. A regular occurrence. <laughs> uh, yeah, now you say it, like I remember some from my youth where like you had to do your homework by candlelight. Um, <laughs> that sounds so rural. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do remember some. It's a, uh, it's one that well, it's sort of like an unwanted stoic experiment, isn't it? Like, can you survive without power? The answer is resoundingly no. Because <laughs> like, I just go, oh, it's alright. I'll just play guitar. Go to my amp, switch it on. Nothing happens. <laughs> That happens every time in a power cut, honestly. I go, oh, no internet. Oh, well. Or the other thing is your laptop still has charging. You're like, hoo, 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 here we go. And then you try and go on the internet and nothing happens. You're like, Shit. Oh, well, this, is, this thing's useless then. Yeah. This laptop is I'll just, useless. I'll just write a note, I guess. Yeah. And write a letter. Mm. Um, well, it's interesting you um, say the guitar thing because, you know, every now and again, I seem to think, for some reason, analog doesn't mean electricity because it sounds really old-fashioned. Yeah. <laughs> but like analog sound, like um, using tape or analog film for video, mm. it just sounds like it doesn't. I mean, those don't. I don't know they do. Power, yeah, of yeah. course they do. Yeah. What am I talking about? I did it again. <laughs> I did it again. So they need power, even though they're like a like an ancient thing now. Mm. They still need electricity. So I well, forget. I was invented. <laughs> he was I invented forget. a while ago. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, anyway, so that's our thoughts on electricity and power cuts. Um, fortunately, we haven't had a power cut yet in the flat. I can't reach any wood. That's all right. We'll just have a power I cut. I think I've cursed it. No, your, your chair, your chair, your chair. Oh, yeah. Touch wood. First try. We're um, on, yeah. So, yeah, we haven't had any power cuts yet, but we have started recording some new songs. Um, don't know if we want to talk about... We don't really have um, a full fleshed out theme yet. We do have a lot of songs in place. Um, and we do have a bit of an idea of how we want to approach the recording process and stuff. Um, partly forced because we're using electronic drums because, you know, we're in lockdown. Um, but, uh, I don't know, do you want to talk a bit about our discussions on theme and stuff? Or just anything about the exciting starting process of new album? So, I, I think what we could talk about our process because we've, we've tried to enforce some limitations on us in a couple of ways. Probably most notably, the way that we're trying to pretend we're using a tape machine. Mm. <laughs> so we're, we're pretending we're in Abbey Road and it's 1968 and for some reason we're still using a four track tape machine. <laughs> <laughs> even though we could have moved to eight track by now just yeah. about. <laughs> or even, yeah. <laughs> anyway. So we're pretending it's the 60s and we've only got a four-track tape machine. Yeah. Um, so how are we doing that, James? Uh, well, we're only recording to four tracks at a time. And then when we've recorded four tracks, um, we bounce them down onto one track. I mean, we're pushing reality like a little bit. But um, what what's towards the end of like recording on four-track tape, what um, well, everyone did, but mostly bands like the Beatles who really, really pushed the boat out on it was like, bouncing back and forth between two four-track machines. So they fill up one machine, then mix it all down to one track on the next machine and have three more tracks to add on. Yeah, so, um, so what, what, what that kind of means is, um, for example, we'd, we'd record the drums and the sort of rhythm guitar as, as like a live take, and the drums would take up three tracks of the tape machine, and the rhythm guitar would be one. And then we just bounce them all down, so they're all mixed together, and we can't change the levels um, mm. and put it all onto one track and then we'd have three extra ones to overlay like bass guitar or lead guitar mm. or vocals and we just do that yeah over and um, over again and yeah that's the key thing yeah you can't go back and change things which um with modern recording technology i say modern since like <laughs> the 80s <laughs> um there's usually enough tracks that you can edit stuff right up until um right up until the end and with kind of computers and digital workstations like that can be hundreds of tracks and you can dramatically change the sound at the last minute if you want to um, and this isn't, you know, all a bad thing, but it's just a different creative process. And it's, that's one that I think we use quite a lot in Walk to Circus. We almost did the opposite to what we're doing now, where we um, used the fact that we could change the sound at any time as part of the uh, part of the way we created, because we would sort of put things down and then like mess with it as we went along. And the song would like keep transforming and be like three, four iterations of completely different sounding things until we, uh, hmm. until we like rubber stamped it or what side of phone wrapped it whatever the word is um, <laughs> so we set it um set it in, let it set in place like a like a pot so we took it off the pottery we, whirly thing yeah so we put it in the kiln yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kiln of mastery yeah. um so basically yeah the, the last album that we did just in 2018 called walk to circus um had kind of opposite approach really open-ended um, experimentation with sound that you can get with technology and now it's like let's 
let's not go as far as actually buying an old tape machine because we don't have the money, expertise, or power for that. <laughs> um, speaking of power cuts, I'm not sure our floor could hold it as well. Cause make... <laughs> yeah, get, imagine getting it up the stairs to our flat. Oh my god! Uh, when we we live on a second floor flat, and when we moved in, um, we drove like a van full of carry stuff and. A, small bit of my stuff <laughs> um, and we, I can't remember we did like 20 trips of like the flight yeah upstairs. 20 shot arms up the stairs um, yeah I ached for the next day yeah that was me too anyway so we won't want to carry a tape machine up the stairs therefore we haven't bought one um, we're just going to use um, plugins that are sort of effects on the computer that are pretty close to what the original sound would have been what plugins do you use uh, well we're using acoustic audio plugins Acoustic audio, um, <laughs> and we do, we, but they they've got a. But we're technically using a lot of Nebula, which is a plugin that they did that lets kind of anyone sample a bit of gear in using their technology. Um, so someone's gone and sampled the J thirty seven, which is a, a 60s tape machine that was used for Sergeant Pepper and stuff. It sounds pretty good though, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, um, it's hard to. Hard to match that sound. Yeah, one of the things that you get is when you keep bouncing down onto tape like that, you get a nice, warm, kind of gluey feel to all the tracks, which is, it makes everything sound like much more together and just generally quite mm. nice. Mm. And you don't really get that if you do the old, I mean, the, the new, the current way of doing, um, <laughs> making <like> songs <laughs> with like a hundred tracks at once and you just mix them. Get that, you do the old uh, new. <laughs> um, so yeah, and, and we've done one track completed in that way, because um, that's another way that we're approaching this differently, is kind of focusing on one track at a time. So sort of finishing one track from end to end, and then moving on to the next one. Um, it's partly because we've got so many songs, we don't know um, how what the order's going to look like, and uh, how things are going to sort of fit together on the end release, whether it's an album or whether it's a series of releases. Therefore... Uh, we can't really do the batch thing of let's record 20 drum tracks and then James mm -hmm. goes into, James locks himself in his room and does 20 bass tracks, 20 guitar tracks. Like, um, it's much more fun when like we can see the song like end to end and like both be a bit more involved. Imagine doing tr 20 bass tracks in a row. Yeah, I did quite a few for Warped Circus. Oh God. It's, you feel a bit more, yeah, like you're doing a factory shift than like <laughs> really thinking about a song. You, you kind of spread yourself too thin a little bit. Mm. Um, I always remember that like, memory from going to recording studio. It's just like, uh, the idea of it is really glamorous. But when you're there recording your songs under time pressure, it's, mm. um, it's a lot more uh, just get the job done. <laughs> a lot more sort of mechanical yeah. like right we need five drum tracks now we're going to do five bass tracks now we're going to do five guitar tracks um, and a lot more pressure you'd sort of imagine yeah you'd be like grateful that someone like oh maybe we could use this sound you'd be like messing around but yeah. when you're paying for it you're usually super rehearsed to the point that you're bored of the song Yeah. <laughs> and you just go in play it go home <laughs> um, and that's that it's and that, I, to I your still pillow. like being in I still like the studios we've gone to it has been fun but uh, there's a definitely different experience one when you're committing <clears> the sound as you go along so you're contributing to the finished song not to a sort of pile of chopped up ingredients that you give to a chef well I'm still <laughs> the chef I suppose <laughs> to go cool I'll make a song out of this I'll let you know when it's done it's like you feel it progressing as you go along it's good, it's good, especially because we, 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 we did the last one in basically a weekend, so mm. 
It's a fun way of making songs. We've been doing that a lot more recently, like with um, Normal Times, Unreleased, but it's ready. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't released that yet. <laughs> well, Lord Owes Me Summertime, another classic yeah. tooth and track, <laughs> working yeah. from home. I think Lord Owes Me the Summertime was the way that inspired us to do this method. Yeah. I don't know why we did it for that song, but we just decided to. I feel um, like we were we we didn't plan to. I feel like we were just taken away in the moment or something. Yeah, just yeah, got carried away with bouncing stuff down. Um, but it just led to some really <coughs> cool overdubs that I don't think would have happened if we'd done it the other way. Mm. Um, kind of some cool backing vocals and um, so yeah, and and it's proving like the same so far. We have got some interesting sounds on the first song that we did, Digital Native. Mm-hmm. Um, little little spoiler. Should we drop that soon? I feel like we should drop that soon. Do you want to drop it soon? Yeah, just out of the... make a cool video for it. I mean, we've got, like, photos, videos of the live takes, which we could use. Mm. So, no. Any video ideas, let us know. I'm Email kind of us. interested by the idea that we try and make interesting videos, but within the confines of our flat. Like, yeah. what can we do with the yeah. surroundings that we've got, you know? Should we get a green screen, or is that too... Is that cheating? All the walls are yellow. Does that work? Yeah, like a I mean, it might make our skin just sort of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe I mean, not. That could that be though. an interesting effect. <laughs> just like eyes and clothes. <laughs> I just think it'd be so funny if we're so limited. We're just the last, you know, some twenty of us just be some rolling around on the rug. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a great <laughs> idea. Let's do that for digital native. Let's just get get on the rug, roll around a bit. Um, I do. Uh, I have always wanted to do a video like on the floor, like. Yeah. looking down like on the floor I think I saw some cool I don't think it might have been an advert it might have been a music video but yeah they were kind of the whole video was like on the on the floor rolling um, around there's a, a super cool white stripes one I'm not sure which song it's for but like they they go through rooms of like different perspectives so they built this whole set of oh, like yeah. a room where they look tiny or a room where they look massive and like um I don't know, it, it looks like they're putting loads of warped effects on the camera, but it's actually a set that they built and they're just like walking through it. Oh, so cool. Um, it is crazy, yeah. Oh, that's great. As in the spirit of the White Stripes, like all their videos are real things happening, like footage of real things. Yeah. Um, and they're almost made to look virtual, which is pretty mind-blowing. That's it. You know, like the drums, that, uh, when they're hardest button to button, where they're in... Yeah. They have piles of amps appearing on each beat. And yeah. <laughs> Ten drum kits. That must have stuff. taken them so long yeah. to do. Oh my god. Stop motion, basically. Yeah. Really close to. Yeah. Um, I need to check on dinner, James. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright. I'll take over. <laughs> I mean, you can talk to me. I'll just be in the kitchen. <laughs> um, so hello, podcast. Um, well, Harry's uh, just cooking a curry for the uh, flat. Um, because you know we have little little Tucaneco meals together. It's not just making music. It's also nutrition. Um. So I hope you're uh, hope you're doing okay. What else can I say about the album? Um, don't have a release date yet because we've only done one song, and it sounds like we're just going to release that song as a single anyway. Um, we're thinking kind of April, March, April time is like our rough aim for when we want something to come out, something big. Yeah, I mean it um, depends. What, it depends if we're going to drop them all at once or we're going to drop them yeah. at intervals. I don't know. I was thinking about this today. Um, and I was like, maybe we should just drop them when we make them, and then mm. make the album at the end. Depends if you want to do a big release. Mm. Who knows? Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, 
I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. There's a, there's a case either way. Mm. To be honest, in the way we're making them, I don't think it will massively change the fact whether we release it as an app or whether we release them as go along. I don't think it will massively change how we record them, just given the method. Yeah. Um, <coughs> and it might mean we don't have to make quite as cohesive thing. And we have some kind of things dropping. Yeah. Part of the lockdown sort of thing makes me want to like up the amount of um, the amount of like because of lockdown and because of us being not being able to do like practice and jams in our usual way part of me likes the idea that we release more more songs to kind of fill that gap a bit yeah um, <laughs> we literally started a, a debate on the podcast of what we're going to do this is documenting yeah this is uh, this, this is a real insight this is mm. um, what else should we talk about I mean the, the other thing that I think is quite interesting with this album um, is we wanted to keep that sort of experimentation that we have with Walk to Circus. Mm. Um, but I want to, I think we want to kind of be more focused with that. So mm. Walk to Circus, it was like, oh, we can shove as many ideas as we want onto one song. And, and mm. it kind of, I mean, that's, that, that's an exciting way to do it. Um, but I think we wanted to like have an idea and like really develop that throughout a song. Mm. Um, so instead of like saying, oh, let's have six different wacky synth sounds on this because that'd be cool. We can just be like, right, let's have one and see what we can really do with this one mm. synth sound. Um, so for example, um, a track that we were recording, as soon as we finished Digital Native, we moved on to another track. That is dedication. But <laughs> anyway, the, the second track after Digital Native, um, Bikes Without Breaks, that's what it's mm. called. Um, uh, so that's, um, we basically just turn the bass guitar on and we have like a fretless bass. Um, did a little. James was like, "Harry, play some bass," and I don't know how to play bass. Well, I think we, I think we were plugging it in to do the normal bass line, and then you were just like messing around on it, and I was like, "That sounds cool." Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. Kind of, uh, I don't know, kind of Middle Eastern or something. Yeah. Because like fretless bass, just obviously it doesn't have any frets, so you can just slide up and you go like, yeah. like a clean note. <laughs> so you were kind of like slapping a. Yeah. So what do we do? We um, put auto tune on it to the key of G. We pitched up an octave and we made it backwards and put loads of reverb on it and it sounds so cool. <laughs> yeah, not technically 1960s technology, but um, you know we can bend the rules if, yeah. uh, if needed. Um, so yeah, and that's on there, um, and it led to a very different intro to a much more happy sounding song. Um, so it's a intro. So so this is what we wanted to do to like try and enforce creativity. We're gonna, I I think we should like keep that bass sound mm. and like try and use it in different ways throughout the song to make something quite interesting. Mm. Um, to really develop on those ideas, mm. go deep, deep into some creative mm. um, crevices. <laughs> get your uh, ice axe and crampons. Are crampons, yeah, yeah, crampons. Get your crampons on. <laughs> I would have been better if I thought of it the first time. Crampons of creativity. Let's go. And yeah, let's climb, climb the iceberg of sound. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the project that we're on at the moment, and it's mostly focused on on weekends because we kind of do them as a as a big mm. sprint. But I mean, we could probably could have done more this week. So um, we've we've been figuring stuff out to start of the year. Yeah, everything's a bit up in the air. Yeah, we're a little bit slow on our like. Let's grab twenty twenty one. Let's yeah. go. Let's bruh. Oh well, yeah, the thing is, you know. But we were hit with lockdown on like day two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it was four like or five maybe. We, we we had loads of like exciting plans to go to 
to go to our studio space and record it at like an album there using acoustic mm. drums and we had that all sorts and we were going to do loads of jam clips because we know you guys like those and we were just going to get like all this sort mm. of content based around jamming in like an acoustically recorded album we were like really raring to go mm. for that and um uh, Boris comes along and is like, yeah, lockdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, obviously, I, I actually agree with him because it's a disaster here. Oh, yeah. So, like, um, <laughs> anyway, lockdown. And, um, yeah. it, was, it was too late to do it, if anything. But yeah. This is not a political podcast. Yeah, so um, we were left sort of um, in the air without any ideas. But we made an idea and we started doing it and that's the mm. album that we're doing now. Mm. Um, so... Well, all the set of songs that are going to be yeah, sporadically released, we'll work it out. Um, but yeah, and it, it's, it's funny that we ended up going straight into lockdown. I mean, it's not funny, but it's um, ironic that we ended up going straight into lockdown with like the in the new year because a lot of the songs came from the first lockdown that we're recording, and there's some in between. I mean, it's hard for any songs in the last like year or two to not have some kind of uh, not COVID link, like directly talking about it, but linked to the period you are through either in lockdown or in between or whatever um so yeah it's funny uh, but a good batch of them came from like the first lockdown and i remember thinking like oh if we don't release these and like we're all just back to normal like it'll be at least at least for me quite weird like maybe people listening to them wouldn't be able to tell like when they were written but um but yeah so it looks like they'll come out in the second lockdown basically <laughs> and still be still be relevant yeah um but yeah there's certain, there's some cool ones that we do kind of in between, like almost some of the first jams we did back, or at least jams in this like in between yeah. period when it was quite summery and things were opening up again, and they have a kind of quite open, free feel to them. Um, so maybe we'll maybe we'll close that back up again and make something really dark and and flat based. <laughs> I find it interesting the associations that you have to the songs because mm. I don't have the same the same associations to some of them. Mm. But I think when you made them like seems to mm. kind of have quite a strong yeah because like it, that's when like the idea comes into your head and that's when yeah. you first like turn <coughs> it into an actual finished like demo mm. so uh you're, yeah i remember most of those kind of times quite clearly not really for the ones that like we did 10 10 years ago or something yeah They're, and those can be called as well when you forget how you made them because then it feels much more magical of like oh that's good. I don't remember, uh, and it's sometimes it's hard to remember because it's not a logical process. It's not like a an, an idea that you came through through like thinking through a problem. It's just a app. It just like appears, um, and it's obviously come from somewhere. But uh, yeah, so sometimes it's hard to remember because to be honest, you didn't really do anything to come up with it. It just like appeared. Mm. Um, but then sometimes like there's lots of ones I remember in lockdown because um, well one I was at my parents' house. So I had to kind of uh, fight the rest of my family to get space to record them. Uh, not literally in a space sense, but in the, um, it was a sunny day and I'd be like with my curtains drawn to get the sound right for the vocals. And they're like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you look so pasty, you need to come outside. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm recording vocals. Uh, so there's a lot of memories of that. There's memories of a song called Ride the River that we're probably going to record. Um, that literally took me all weekend. Like I was, I was a desperate person by the end, like hacking away at that one to try and get something good. <coughs> I like that one a lot. There's some others that were just like, right, I'm gonna sit down and do a song today, and like it was all finished by the end of the day. Yeah. So they do. Um, in summary, yeah, they do. Um, 
particularly the demo recording like produces a lot of uh, memories. Mm. Interesting because my memories of these songs are all going to be from right now when we record them. <laughs> yeah, your memory's going to be well boring. I'll have to no, this is still fun. <laughs> oh, by comparison though, there's going to be way less variety. I suppose yeah. I did them in first lockdown, but I went on a lot of walks when we were back in the village, you know, mm. with the, the woodland and um, yeah. Yeah. stretching fields and hills. So I, I remember that as a lot of the setting, so that's kind of what I meant. Not that your memories are boring. <laughs> I'm sure they're great. <laughs> Not that you can remember much. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, your life's so boring. All your memories are so boring. Why'd you be more interesting, like me? <laughs> oh, wow. I need to call you boring. Lockdown three. Here we go. <laughs> it will be super <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Right. Um. Dinner check again. I'll be a B- BRB. But um, um, talk to me. Interlude music. On the Two Connected Podcast, an episode talking about their upcoming album, Lockdown 2, recording to a fake 60s tape machine, The Pain of Stairs, and Harry being boring. And now for part three. Isn't it called Two Connected Hype Machine? Well, they have them. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? You said... I said Two Connected Podcast. I was saying a podcast interlude. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought you were talking about the title of the album. No. I completely missed that. No, that was my interlude voice. Oh. God, do you know me at all? <laughs> <laughs> right, what should we talk about? And now for an interlude. That's my interlude voice. <clears throat> it's 2021. <laughs> 2021, we think about me. You know... I could wait a year, but shouldn't we? I had a, I had a realisation with that song the other day, and James had the same realisation. It's um sample by by a oh. Japanese artist called Harumi Hosono, who is... Hi. Yeah, so, so they're sort of like... Those chords is um it's a track by Harumi Hosono from the eighties mm. and um I was just listening and I saw that um because I'm a, I, I know some of Harumi Hosono's stuff because um, I listened to him before so Spotify comes along and be like oh Harumi Harumi Hosono's got a new track out and um he's like re-released this um song that Vampire Weekend sampled so I listened to it and I was like oh my god that's cool. yeah I was like wow so that's um cool you should check out the song I think it's um I don't know what it's called. Um, but it's Harumi Hosono. I'm gonna look at that right now. I, I was um, I was reading about the making of that album and like the making of a Vampire Weekend album involves so much research. Really, Cody Ezra's just like back and forth to the library all the time, like getting history books out and um, <laughs> really deep themes, I think. So uh, Harry's gone to find out what was the name of the song by Halumi Hosono. Halumi, <laughs> come on, man. Harumi. <laughs> Come on. Um, that's interesting. Ezra reads books. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> like, like, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't sound well read at all. <laughs> the lyrics are so basic. <laughs> I love songs. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, so I was, I was just reading up the making of that album. It was pretty cool. Um, oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. It's called Talking. should have remembered that. <laughs> it's called Talking. I, I'd never have guessed Talking. Like, a million guesses I would never have guessed. I would have thought it would be like an obscure name. But hey, Talking. Like we are talking on the Two talking, podcast. Yeah. So, um, while, we're, while we're on the subject of Harumi Hosono, um, he's got a bit of a, a sort of... 
He's got an album that came out in 1975 called Tropical Dandy. And this is one of those albums for me that has got... Yeah, it's a cool name. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tropical Dandy. Um, this, this is one of those albums for me that has got... Um, it's shrouded in mystery mm. because it's not on streaming services. And I've only listened to it on YouTube. And on, like YouTube, I don't, I don't subscribe to YouTube. Maybe I should. But um, I have, the only way to listen to this album is on YouTube. And it's a pain because you have to like keep the video up. Anyway... I barely ever listened to this album, and I really want it on vinyl, but it's there's only ever been like one pressing, and the vinyl mm. is hard to find, and it's over £100. So this album, to me, has got like a mystique <laughs> yeah, around it. I've only listened to it a few times, and I've loved it every single time. It's like a sort of... It sounds tropical, mm. um, but it's like it's a really nice atmosphere, and like a lot of the singers are Japanese, and mm. um, uh, I want the record. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to look up... Um, you know that Japanese ambient artist that I like... Yeah. Salco or something. Is it? Yeah. It's called. Um, I'll, I'll find that. But yeah. I think she's like relatively independent because she didn't have like a vinyl press, at least of the one I was looking for. Mm. Um, so that was annoying because I quite like an ambient track on vinyl. I think that might be interesting. So Wacko. Yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting. Um, the other one is uh, Grateful Dead. <laughs> yeah. Europe 72. Yeah. I think we probably could get that online if we shelled out the cash. Yeah. I think that one would be quite cool. Yeah. I think it would be sick. <laughs> that would be sick. That's like a big, big, like, they're, it's like four they're records. They're like a perfect well. vinyl band. Like, their live vinyl just sort of, you know, going off on one, on mm. a jam. Oh, so good. Yeah. I just remembered how I came across Harumi Hasone. Because <laughs> Mac DeMarco covered him. Really? <laughs> yeah, he covered a song of his called Honeymoon. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. So, um, okay. he influential. Vampire Weekend and Mac DeMarco have um, mm. done stuff. Sorry, I keep parking on about Harim Hussaino. But no. <laughs> Grateful Dead 72. We want that one as well. <laughs> Grateful, <out>. Dead. <laughs> Grateful Dead. Grateful <laughs> Dead. Now, this is a thing. <laughs> Swap artist names for food. <laughs> oh. Right. I'm trying to think of them now. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of an artist and then think of a food. It's quite hard. Do you go food first or artist first? No, it has to be natural. The artist has to come in converse, come up in conversation, then you have to um, <laughs> think of the food. <laughs> you need one that really flows, though, like one that's not, one that's not forced. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> it's 2021. That's what I started talking 2021, about. 2021, think about me. Back away to... Funny fact about that song. Yes, 2021. Um, it's just saying, like, off mic, on mic, don't remember, that we haven't done, like, a big bosh into 21 like some people. I think mm. we did say that, didn't we? Yeah. Um, but we, this is our, our, our we're latecomers to 21, but that, that doesn't mean we're not here with some real purpose. 14th. So we're, like, halfway 14th. through January until That's we're right. 2021. That's we fine. slept in. Um, <laughs> put it that way. Um, but we're, we're we're awake now. Yeah. Twenty twenty. Yeah, raring to go. We've had a coffee. <laughs> yeah. We've had a year's worth of coffee. <laughs> we're raring to go. Um. um so I, I mean, we, we we do have plans for Tikineke, but it's hard. It's hard to finalize anything when we don't really know what's going on. Mm. But we wanna we wanna try and make two albums this year. Mm. We wanna start gigging when that starts happening again. Mm. We want to live stream a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, and kind of get back into 
the flow of making lots of content. Because um, we really feel like we're making, we're getting better and like people are enjoying it the most and stuff when <coughs> we're putting out lots of jam videos and doing our live streams and kind of really stringing stuff together. Um, that's always been the kind of best times at least in terms of sort of band and audience. But um, we do sometimes <laughs> struggle to then like finish our big projects, like being only two of us. Mm. Uh, like when we did the jam experience end of last year, like sort of <laughs> posting all the time on social media, I had to take a back seat to just sheer <laughs> editing, mixing, just like doing work. stuff together. We did not give ourselves enough time. Um, it was a it was a grind. But yeah, you should go check it out. Tiffanyeco dot com. The jam experience sign up. Well, that's not automated yet, but we can we can flow with this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I think. I don't know, because uh, I, I almost, one of the reasons I don't think we did a big, like, right, 2021's here, everything's different, is because, one, there's still the pandemic going on, as we've seen with lockdown, hence any big declarations of doing lots of jam videos would have been stupid, as we said. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this kind of, like, underlying um, uncertainty from, like, last year that makes you a bit more hesitant to plan, mm. kind of, because you don't feel <coughs> as on solid ground as you may have done in the past, which is logical. Um, and yeah, I suppose that there's given kind of all that, there's some things that I probably would have wanted to do like in 2020 that we've sort of moved back to this year. Mm. Um, so there's not a kind of big, here's all this new stuff. It's sort of still making up for lost time a little bit. It feels like to me, um, I think we did a lot of stuff and we definitely made progress last year in terms of doing like or live streaming, um, we released some cool songs, like we did the jam experience at the end, we did lots of cool um, jams in the middle of sort of our practice space. Like we ended up doing quite a lot in a restricted year. Um, but yeah, now imagining that we might be able to string more of a year together of stuff, um, it's quite a, it's quite hard to get your head around. Um, yeah. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Do you do those? Um, Sort of yes and no, because <laughs> sort of one of those people just like, oh, like you shouldn't use New Year as a chance to change it or not. I just don't like the idea of trying to commit or kind of doing what most people do is just like, right, I'm eating healthy and getting fit this year, <laughs> and it's fallen over by like January the 8th, <laughs> because the only thing that motivated you was the change in date. <laughs> so you, d- yeah. you do need something more intrinsic than a change of date to motivate you, but if uh, if you've got something you really want to do and like that just gives you like an excuse to start doing it then that it can be a good thing um so those are my views on new year's resolution have i got any um not not really clearly like like clearly lined out um i've been getting rid of stuff so i've been not kind of going full on minimalist yet but moving more down that kind of way of doing things so uh like trim down my wardrobe and um quite a lot of crap away and I want to start selling off things that like are just kind of things I bought that I don't really need anymore so I want to kind of a bit of a spring clean but a mm. January clean of stuff and kind of want to be a bit more focused and productive so I, th- I think I spent too much of the last few years like focusing on for instance in improving like gear and guitars that I had or, so- or something um, as a kind of pursuit of being better and I think actually it's not led to putting out as much music as I want so um, one of my big resolutions is yeah to just focus on the essential and try and get the essential things done that are important to me 
like putting out more music rather than acquiring more stuff to kind of fill the gap that's there because I don't make enough music. <laughs> I think that's good. What about you? What about me? <clears throat> well, I'm not normally one for New Year's resolutions, as, as you said, it's arbitrary. But, <laughs> here, here we go, this is exciting. Um, like, I mean, you said it quite nicely, actually. Um, if you have something that you are sort of really want to do, and there's sort of like an intrinsic um, desire to do it, and New Year's can help as a catalyst for that, do it. Um, so here are mine. <laughs> Um, I'm going to play more drums. I've set mm-hmm. myself a sort of rough number of about 10 hours a week practice mm. um, because I want to get good and we have the space for it now. So mm. um, 10 hours a week drumming. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. That like in the past you wouldn't have been able to purely practice mm. like, at all. Mm. And I've got the electric drum kit, but it's not... Like you would only play when we do like band practices and you know, yeah. a time to sort of... Yeah, I think like from the years of like leaving my parents' house, where I had I was lucky enough to have a drum kit in my bedroom, which is mental when I think about it. Mm. Um, so I, since I left my parents' house and went to uni, um, I never had a place to play drums apart from mm. when we went and did band practice. Mm. And I think my drumming degraded over those years, mm. probably up until um, we started playing two Kaneka more seriously, mm. and then it got a bit more challenging. Um, so, Interesting. yeah, so. 10 hours a week. I'm, st- I'm sticking to it so far, two weeks in. It's good. Nice. And it feels good and it's exciting. So that's one. The second one um, is to try and get some sort of financial independence. Not in the, not in the sort of... Like, <laughs> Mommy's not going to pay for me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking your money. <laughs> not, 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 first of all, That's not in that way. Like. Not, not in the kind of... Um, That's definitely not true. Not in the kind of bank, bank of mum and dad way. Yeah, it just sounded that way. I'm going to pay for myself. I'm going to pay my own rent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and not in the way that means I have like a big... Um, I'm just living off interest from a load of money that I saved up. None of those same things are <laughs> going to happen. Like, there's no way I get enough money. Mm. That'd be mental. So, um, what I mean is like not being employed by anyone, mm. um, and having some sort of freelancey, mm. multiple income streams, um, way of getting a living in. Mm. That'd be good by the end of the year. Mm. The kind of um, reasoning behind that is I would have more control over my time, mm. and that's one of my goals for life. Mm. have control of that time for your life yeah yeah um there's a book i was reading today if i'm right it's a, a very similar point to the four hour work week but just like like the end of the day the only non-renewable thing is time yeah like a, a dead person could have all the money in the world but they're still dead <laughs> <laughs> i love that they run out of time <laughs> you know you, or if you're a millionaire but you're 99 and on your way out like the money doesn't matter yeah so but the sort of default mode is to trade a lot of time for money. Mm. Trade almost all your time for money. Um, and yeah, I've inherit like inherently found that jarring, and <laughs> I've found some books that have told me like, yeah, this is a good thing. Like, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, so I think that's a great goal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I would say that it's the it's slightly different than that. Like the default mode, isn't to spend a lot of your time on money. It's like, generally people settle in something they enjoy, 
Mm. I think that most yeah. people do. I don't know what the, I don't know what the, how it's distributed. I'd say that the average person doesn't really enjoy their job. I don't think the average person is unhappy because of their job. Mm. They probably could spend their time doing something they like more. Hmm. I feel like most people are perfectly happy in the job. Maybe. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I cannot comment on how lots of other people feel. I don't know yeah. what evidence there is, or I don't know loads of other people that aren't happy in their jobs. Mm. I don't know. I know a few people. I know probably three. <laughs> is that including me? <laughs> yeah, that's including you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, those are my New Year's resolutions. Or at least some of them. The others aren't worth talking about on the podcast. Mm. Um, I'm gonna make a T-shirt for the old uh, oh, yeah. jam experience. I just noticed that we've got the uh, the old print there. Yeah, we're, we're gonna basically be printing our own T-shirt, so that's quite an exciting thing. <laughs> um, yeah. A little DIY. Yeah, um, me and James are like expert cast people as well, so we're gonna be really good at it. <laughs> no. <laughs> what is a craft fair? <laughs> <laughs> James and I are the people that have like really, really bad handwriting and we're just generally shit at arts and crafts and mm. like cutting things. And I mean, I was going to use that I made a guitar as a defence, but neither of them really work. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> They're both breaking. It's like, my bad craftsmanship didn't quite reveal itself at first. It's like slowly over time, <laughs> it emerges. But maybe it's just because they need a bit of maintenance. But. Yeah. Um, my craftsmanship is great, my maintenance is poor. That could be a thing. But if you were a good craftsman, you wouldn't need maintenance. Nah, even good crafted stuff needs some maintenance. Yeah, but not that frequently. No, this is a guitar. Go to lots of wear and tear. Right. Well, we'll come back to this one, James. Let's park that. <laughs> James, you've been adequately criticised for this. <laughs> we will rectify that. Yeah. So, we were uh, about... 30, 40 minutes, I think. Oh, should we call it a day? No, about 40, 40 minutes, I think. Um, I mean, the, the food is... The food smell of curry is filling the flat now, and it's really tasty. This is an interesting curry, actually. It's, it's one from um, the Hairy Bikers. Mm. Um, I, actually cook, I actually cooked it originally. Yeah, not bad, is this, it? this is one that James has brought into the flat. It's delicious. It's actually one of the... Like, I, mean, I didn't make up the recipe. All I did was follow the steps. <laughs> 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 I really contribute very little apart from following the steps. That's cool. It that's cool. Time. That's that's an achievement. <laughs> For you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's an you achievement. Piece of shit. No, it's an achievement. But um, I'm I'm always in the search for a new and exciting Kai recipe, mm. and this one was good. So mm. it's um. It smells so good. Mm, it does. It does. I mean, it's an interesting one because um, you don't fry anything first. I mean, this is for those uh, amongst you who are cooking fans. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be there they'll be yeah, there they'll, they'll be some or food fans yeah or food fans or fans of survival my, my sort of default when I do a curry is like right you, you chop up an onion fry an onion then you chop up your ar aromatics you fry those a bit later on and then you um, probably brown something separately and put it on a pan put your sauce substance be that tomatoes or coconut or stock or whatever it is on top of that and cover it and simmer for however many hours this one's just like 
Nah, chuck it all in at once and boil it. So <laughs> that's, that's what I've done. That's the title of the recipe, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So um, Maybe this is exciting. Maybe we can podcast that. <laughs> chuck it in all at once and boil it. Or, or just the album. Yeah, that, that'd be... Yeah. <laughs> is that still what we did? I mean... No. no. We're, 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 no, it's we're, the opposite. We're curative on this album, I think. Curative. Curative. Curative? Curative? Curative's not a word. I mean, curative might be. Yeah, but that sounds a bit like creative. Curative. We're curative. I'm, I'm owning it. If you're a curator, you select things and then sort of put them in a thing. Curative. So if you're curative, you're a... Curative. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Yes! It doesn't doesn't mean what I wanted it to mean. (laughs) (laughs) All right, definitely. To able able to cure disease. I was thinking curate, so I'm not sure I'm right. <laughs> uh, I might have celebrated too early. No, you're wrong. You're Curative. Wrong. Curative. <laughs> so, we like to do a lot of feeling on this album. <laughs> I mean, maybe it'll fix the pandemic, James. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you know what I just said, but it's silly. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, it is a word. It's just not. It just didn't mean what I wanted it to mean. Because I don't think this album will cure disease. No. Genuinely, I don't think it's going to be very good for that. You can at least be optimistic at the start. Um, maybe it'll soothe some, soothe the worried mind. Are we going to go into homeopathy? <laughs> yeah. It's sort. Is it sort of similar? The to margins that? It's not. on that. So we, we can start a new music-based pseudoscience for um, curing diseases. Imagine homeopathic songs. It's just like... <laughs> 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 song's called Deep Quartz Healing. <laughs> 432 hertz. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, people love this stuff. They love the idea that you can ping out. 430 hertz frequency, it's gonna like walk. No, it's 432. Oh, literally. Like, it can't be any different. Yeah. Yeah, but I see 432, I'm like, cut that out on the drums. That's cardboard frequency, that is. Genuinely. Yeah. Maybe a little boost on the guitars, though. A bit chunk on the guitar, but drums don't like it. Mixing. Anyway. Um, I think we've covered a good amount on 2021 on the new album. Yeah. Um, so thank you very much for listening to the Tukaneko podcast. Oh, actually, it's time for um, a promise that we might not keep about how often we're going to do podcasts. <laughs> so we're, these are coming out Classic. every week from now on. Classic. Um, what day should we do them on? Should we have a day? We'll decide a day. What day is it today? Thursday. Thursday. Is that a weird day for a podcast? No. Thursday? Alright, every Thursday, podcasts are coming out. Stay tuned. Thank you. Ah, also, James is going to do his impromptu ones. So, yeah. both yeah. both of us on, on a Thursday. Maybe I should name them something, like, sort of, Tukin Echo bonus episode. Or, or like, what? James Rambles. Rambling James. Rambling, yeah. Like a, like a blues singer. That or just Rambling James. Skip over this one, wait till Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> episode one. Yeah, wait till Thursday, episode one. I like it. Cool. I think that's Duke all good then. Out. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. See you soon. I, I sometimes exit podcasts like a phone call. Yeah, keep that to your own. <laughs> keep that to your own podcast. See you then.